We can show you the world, or at least we can tell you our thoughts on Aladdin and Jasmine. Here we go. Yes, welcome to We Ship It and our Disney and various other animated film extravaganza. Do we ship this fan favorite? Listen to find out. Well, hello there. I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship It. You know all about this, but on this podcast, Steph and I get together to talk ships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And today we are continuing our Disney animated theme of season two with a fan favorite that's been requested quite a few times, Aladdin and Jasmine. That's right. This Disney picture from 1992 captured our hearts because of its music, incredible animation, and of course, the genie. Woo, the genie! But something that really sticks with me is the connection between Aladdin and Jasmine. These two are so shining, shimmering, splendid. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Um, I couldn't agree more, but we want to dive into why we feel this way, even though we just kind of admitted to where our feelings are going to lie at the end (laughs) here. Um, So let's get there. Before we do, we just got to dive into our classic spoiler alert and a brief summary. So, warning. On with it. So Aladdin is a quote-unquote street rat, a poor guy who steals food, he's homeless, he lives with his pet monkey, Abu. Kind of a weird situation, but it happens, I guess. Um, however, he's very clever, and he has a very kind heart. And I think he always is wishing for more out of his life. Uh, one day, he's hired to retrieve an important magical item from a magical cave and gets stuck in the cave. While in there, he rubs a magical lamp, and a genie comes out, which grants him three wishes they escape the cave on a flying carpet a few days later he meets princess jasmine or maybe that was a few days before i kind of am forgetting now but um he's when she's pretending to be a poor girl on the streets so she can escape her life at the palace she just wants freedom and he wants to marry her and wishes to become a prince so he can woo her because he feels as though he cannot woo her as a poor man Uh, But anyway, um, at first when Aladdin comes in dressed as Prince Ali, she's not impressed until he comes to a room and takes her on a magic carpet ride. The two fall in love, but Jasmine is not aware of who he truly is. She doesn't know it's Aladdin, the guy she met uh, back when she went out into the village. Things fall apart when the king's evil advisor, Jafar, steals the lamp takes over the kingdom and puts the king in a trance and he then seeks to marry Jasmine, obviously. Eventually, Aladdin outsmarts him, encouraging him to wish that he was the most powerful being on earth in which the genie makes him a genie and then the genie's free. So Jafar is in the lamp, the genie is free. Uh, Aladdin and Jasmine live happily ever after and peace is restored. Yay! Uh, yeah, I love the ending <laughs> when Aladdin uses his last wish to make the genie oh, go free. What a Beautiful. freaking amazing thing. But first question, is Aladdin truly a diamond in the rough? He might be called Riff Raff and a street rat, and he may have <laughs> stolen a few too many meals in his day, but Aladdin is indeed a diamond in the rough, or more so, has a diamond heart. He demonstrates this when he st- when he steps up for those in need. You can see this when 
Uh, the little kids are rummaging through the garbage for food. Aladdin, after being chased by the guards for snatching his bread, decides to give these young kids his only source of food. He shares what little he has with them. He also steps in for them when the rude suitor tries to whip the same children, or even when a street vendor tries to take the law into his own hands when Jasmine gives a piece of fruit to a starving boy. Aladdin is once again there to save the day. Um, he puts himself in harmful situations again and again and again for those around him. Um, and he sees himself as someone who can do good. So that is why he is considered the diamond in the rough, at least for me. What about you, Steph? Yeah, I think, you know, something about him must be because he was the dude that the magic cave chose. (laughs) So there must be something about him. Uh, I mean, there's also the fact that he has seemingly a good heart, even if sometimes he lies. I guess I I never really understood why he was called the diamond in the rough, because I guess it's because, like, he saves kingdom or something he chooses to save the genie which is pretty special or give him his freedom i guess he's a good dude maybe one in a thousand but i'm not sure about like a diamond yeah i get that you Um, know what i mean right and i i see that as well like he has a good heart he has a diamond heart it's just whether or not he wants to use it in the moment um he's faced with some challenging decisions and he kind of lets his ego and self-doubt get in the way of his true nature so i see what you mean by that he does allow himself to be corrupt and not be that diamond and there's sometimes that like i guess you could say he goes above and beyond what someone's expectations Mm -hmm. would be of a normal human in any situation but there are situations where he also really really picks the wrong Mm -hmm. route so i'm like you're not one in a million. Maybe you're one in a thousand, but you're not one in a million. <laughs> as much as we love you, Aladdin, sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, is Jasmine too picky or does she have a right to want to fall in love before marriage? Freaking duh. Of course she's not too picky. I mean, she's a princess. There are certain things and baggage that comes with that. There mm-hmm. were certain arrangements at the time that had to be made, I guess. But duh, she should marry who she loves. Her dad is even fairly supportive of that from what I remember of the movie. Um, the one thing is I do love her spunk and her genuine nature and that she stands up for what she wants. I think she's right. a true icon in that way because... Even though her dad's kind of like, yeah, I want you to fall in love, but you're getting a little bit older. Like, you should probably find someone. Um, He still tries to push her along, and she's like, I won't marry someone I don't love. And that's something that I think in other princess situations, you see them say, oh, dang, like, I have to marry someone I don't love, and I'll cry about it. But Jasmine's literally like, no, (laughs) I will not do that unless I love them. And I'm like, yes, girl, yes. Uh, (laughs) But what about you, Devin? What do you think? Jasmine definitely has the right to want to fall in love with a guy before marriage, but being the daughter of the Sultan puts her in a very tough situation. Um, She has to make the choice between her heart and the law, similar baggage to what you were talking about before. Um, A law that has a lot to do with her culture and years and years of societal standing. Um, It's not an easy choice, but Jasmine is more than willing to stand up for what she believes in. Mm -hmm. She has the right to want to love someone. It's just going to take a lot of convincing and a lot of dealing with the potential backlash of her decision. That's Um, true. So 
she's willing to make that choice and she's willing to stand up for what she believes in and um she just has to fight with that backlash deal with the backlash in order to get what she deserves is it right not necessarily but that's just the way it is yeah i think that i she's so i don't know like i said before i just really she inspires me that she's so yes serious about it and she's so adamant about it too i i think a lot of princesses i will not learn from her yes Um, absolutely but next question why do Aladdin and Jasmine have an instant connection? So I think the main connection stems from their desire to escape from the lives they've been dealt. Jasmine doesn't want to be a princess if it means being held up in the palace and being forced to marry someone she doesn't love. And Aladdin wants to be so much more than just the quote unquote street rat everyone claims he is. They both know they are worth more than what they have been given and they want to do something about it. They bond over their desire for escape. They both um, iterate how they feel trapped in their lives. So I think this foundation is what sets the playing field for their relationship to truly burst. Um, There's just that underlying, like, we connect on this one level, and from there are the stepping stones to our relationship. So what about for you, Steph? I agree. They both want something they can't have necessarily in their life, in their current lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, Jasmine wants freedom. Aladdin Aladdin wants a home, and he wants to be more than he is. And, um, they both just feel misunderstood and misrepresented by their surroundings. So I think that's where their original real connection begins. Obviously they find other things they have in common, but most of those things are found when Aladdin isn't being himself. So I would say that their, their most, their most connecting point is on what they want from life rather than where they are in life at the current point when they meet each other. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So now that we're talking about the relationship, what are some of your favorite Aladdin and Jasmine moments? Ha I'm flipping Devin off right now because I'm going to steal the one and the only. No, 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 I'm kidding. There are a bunch. No, I I, I think I tried to steer away from anything that you would Did you? How sweet. I think I tried. Well, I obviously chose the flying carpet. I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) Devin, you're like, I expected it. Yep. Um, But... With the flying carpet, how freaking cool is that? When I was a kid, I always wished some dude would pick me up in his flying carpet. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it was a little creepy because he came up to her window and she's like, I don't really know you, but sure. Um, but I always thought it was such a neat little scene and it just yeah, really it, sticks out to me among It's other... definitely a reimagined um, like Romeo and Juliet scene. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's cool because if you compare it to other Disney like wooing scenes Mm -hmm. it's like so unique like who Mm -hmm. the hell else is flying i mean peter pan but there's really nothing romantic about peter pan (laughs) and Uh, wendy yeah unless you go into it unless you really read the fan fiction or whatever um which i have done don't judge me but (laughs) flying carpet awesome love a whole new world um and then my second favorite scene is actually completely separate moments when they're on their own, but it, sh- it shows that they have um, a very similar tendency to have like a good heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when both Aladdin and Jasmine in different moments give food to hungry children. Oh, I know. They both do that. And it's like such a moment where I'm it like, it shows their oh. heart. Yes, it does. And it shows that they're just not all about themselves and they have good hearts and that therefore makes them worthy of each other. Uh, what do you think? So one of my all-time 
all-time oh, favorite all moments time. Okay. is Aladdin's expression when he first sees Jasmine. Um, he just goes, oh, wow, look at her. Like, she's he's never seen someone as beautiful as her, and he is absolutely stunned, and it definitely makes you believe in love at first sight. Yeah. Um, after that, another of my favorite moments is when they defeat Jafar, and the Sultan nixes the royal marriage um, rule. Um in a passion of joy, Aladdin picks up Jasmine, spins her in the air, and it's a moment of true and utter happiness. And then following that, um, Aladdin makes his third wish and releases the genie. So just that whole ending just wraps up very nicely. Um, so those are two of my obscure favorite moments because I knew you were going to choose the magic carpet, right? Yeah, so I tried did. to pick you knew other I ones out as from well. under you, didn't you? <laughs> it's all right. Um, but okay, next question. <sighs> Quote, how dare you, all of you, standing around deciding my future, I am not a prize to be won. End quote. Is Jasmine's reaction here fair? Should she feel flattered or outraged? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, everyone give Stephanie a round of applause for that Thank reenactment. Thank you. I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, first of all, in the most non-sexist way possible, Jasmine is definitely a prize to be won. Um, <gasps> Devin! I said it in a non-sexist yourself. way. I said it in a non-sexist way. She is a gem. So, she so is a gem. She is a, she Ooh, is a Devin prize. Devin has a crush. That's similar, to, that's similar to like... Um, <laughs> Mulan with a girl worth fighting for. Like she's she's yeah. a, she's a girl worth she's a prize worth. Uh, oh my gosh! Though that scene when she after. goes, how about a girl who's got a brain? I'm like, yes, <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> and all the guys are like, nah. <laughs> yeah. That being said, she should definitely feel outraged over the scene that's unfolding in front of her. They treat her like an object and not like a human being. Um, they don't care about what she wants or her own feelings in that matter. Um, her own father won't even truly listen to her, which is honestly the the saddest part about it all. Is yeah. that her father just, yeah, 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 honey, we'll we'll get you another suitor. Like it's not like a okay, how can I, how can we fix this issue? Just like oh, well, you gotta find somebody. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, her dad? Um, <clears throat> I kind of have a soft spot for her dad because he's such a little like dweeb. I'm little, like oh my pudgy little God. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's not fair. Ultimately, I would say, yes, she should totally feel outraged. Um, feminist rage coming mm -hmm. out of me here. But it's such a such a such a moment when she says this, because, of course, it would be flattering to be wooed. And if people sought to impress her, that should be flattering. However, some dude standing around bartering for her without any insight from her about hearing, without hearing like what it is she actually wants. Nah, man, that that should spark outrage because at that point, you're not wooing her. You're not respecting her intelligence. Yeah. You're just sort of treating she, they her They just like disregard her. And yeah. also Jafar and Jasmine is just creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jafar. We don't even want to go into that Yikes. because, oh, there are some connections people have made between the Jasmine Jafar costume and the oh, Leia no. costume. Oh no. <laughs> All right. But don't look at me. We'll I'm just talking here. Uh, we'll keep moving on from there then. Yes. Um, yeah. so Devin's like, Aladdin shut up. <laughs> 
So is Aladdin right to not tell Jasmine the truth about his identity? Would Jasmine just reject him as the street rat he is? Freaking stupid man. I just have to say, Jasmine does not care about him being royalty. I'm pretty sure he learns that when he meets her in the street. I think, you know, Aladdin, all he had to do was talk to her. And, you know, okay. To be honest, who knows if he could have gotten onto her suitor list Mm -hmm. if he didn't show up as a prince. However, um, he learned fairly quickly that Jasmine is not judgmental. So he should have been very comfortable telling her about his life from early on. Sure, use it to get in the door. I mean, it's not the most ethical thing, but I understand it. Then once you're there, when you're telling her to hop on to your flying Magic carpet, carpet. <laughs> you better be freaking honest with her. Um, oh, for sure. And especially when when she does, like, she's not dumb. She's smart. She she no. sees through his, his facet, uh, like, his mask or whatever. Um, and she's, she even, like, questions him and, like, oh, I wonder how Abu would feel about this. He's like, oh, Abu. And, he's, and then he's like, oh, crap. Like, Come clean already. She already knows. Like, don't create a bigger lie around it. I don't, I I don't, like, that's my most, that, that scene is where I like, dude, seriously, like, you could have had it. You could have had it. I just, for some reason, he just doesn't, he's afraid, I guess. Yeah, Um, whatever. Um, For me, absolutely not. Um, Aladdin, Aladdin, oh my gosh, Aladdin. (laughs) Or that Aladdin should have definitely have told her the truth. But I guess if he did, we would not have the movie we do today. Uh, Jasmine, from the moment she met him, had an instant connection to Aladdin. And as soon as she finds out that her father has um, done away with him, actually it was Jafar that has done away with him, she's distraught to see the emotion and you see the emotion in her eyes. Um, She knows she had feelings for this guy. And I think if you would have came clean to her sooner, um, Aladdin would have been surprised with the outcome. I think mm-hmm. he would have been pleased and excited about the outcome if he would have just come clean about it. I really do think that. And I think this this really ties into the next question. Oh, too, for sure. Which is, do you think Aladdin would have had a shot at marrying Jasmine if he had not lied to her and pretended to be Prince Ali? part of me questions if like the better ending would have been if he didn't end up with her but i don't know <laughs> like Devin, like, are you gonna surprise me at the end of this episode no 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 i'm definitely shipping it i mean we'll get there eventually but <laughs> part of me questions like all right you made a bad decision so you don't get the girl like wouldn't that have been a cool disney but how many of our princes make bad decisions i know all right anyways but yeah i totally think that this that he would have been, if he would have been honest with her, um, they both would have been much happier. However, I don't know how he would have been, um, how he would have made himself present again in her life had he not pretended to be the prince. Like like you said, getting onto his, onto her suitor list, like I get that. Um, I don't know how he would have been able to make her, himself present again in her life. Um, sure, he can return as Aladdin, but he would only... Um, he only got the chance prior because Jasmine snuck out of the palace. So he would have had to sneak into the palace or something in order for her to notice him again. Um, So what about you? I'm not sure. That's kind of why I'm glad he did this because at least he got into her. And I don't know if we ever would have seen that second side to the story. Like you said, I don't know if we would have ever seen them 
come together again after that first thing. Right. Like, I don't think she really thought of him as a romantic interest after they first met in the village. I think it was more just like someone she, like, did she think of him again after that? Like, I know that she kind of had a moment with him, but I don't remember her being like, I need to get back out into the village to find that boy. No, but she definitely, she definitely, like, she went to Jafar right away and was like, what did you do with that boy in the, that, um, in the marketplace? So, like, she does, like, she's, she is tracking him down, making sure that like he's, he's treated okay. well. Yeah, right. but she's so, not tracking him down. Like this is the man I'm going to marry. At correct. That point. Yeah, just and more. I don't of a, know. It's more of a protection kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't know how they would have found each other again. However, like I'm not sure she ever would have given him the time time of day off the bat as a romantic partner if he didn't at least get his foot in the door as a prince like i don't want to be a little jasmine's character because i think she's a better character than most characters disney mm-hmm. creates um but i'm still unconvinced that she would have sought out someone like like sought out a husband that wasn't a prince just because like even though i don't think she would have cared because obviously she didn't care when she ended up being with him um i don't know if she would have went out of her way to find someone who wasn't a prince to begin with mm-hmm. you know yeah i get that all right. That being said, let's move on. One of Aladdin's most iconic, if not the most iconic scene is a whole new world, as we already mentioned earlier. Why is this scene so memorable and how does it advance their relationship? Oh, I love this scene. <laughs> um, it's just so beautifully put together, first of all, from the animation side of things, from the colors and the the design of it all. The song is great. Um, but I think it's so important because it's their first moment of true freedom together. You know, they're yes. soaring through the sky. They could go anywhere they want and they give that beautiful moment to one another. It's lovely to see, especially for two characters who feel so trapped that they relate in a moment of their of freedom. It's their metaphorical bird's first flight scene and they yes, get to yes, share yes. it together. And I think yes, that's yes, yes. beautiful. What do you think? Oh, man, this is the ultimate first date. Aladdin really shows the other guys up when it comes to first dates. It's disappointing, honestly, but regardless. um, this (laughs) Devin's like, I could never do that. I know. (laughs) Where am I going to find my magic carpet? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, this magic carpet ride is phenomenal. And you actually get to see some of your favorite Disney locations if you're paying attention, which is really cool. Yeah, you get to see... They they go to like uh, China where Mulan takes place, and they they pass by um, Greece with Hercules. Yeah, they Shut have the same up. scenes. It's really cool, um, and I just love how they tied it all together. And I think it's just the music and the sights. Um, it's all just really beautiful. Um, like you said, the animation and the colors and ah, just everything, and just the beauty of being free and. Um, for Jasmine to trust him on the carpet and to let go and to be free. Do you this trust e- me? <laughs> Do you trust me? Uh, mm-hmm. This excites her. And that's what draws her to Aladdin is this excitement and this freedom that she sees with him. Yep. And uh, moving on, because we can't not talk about this. Do mm-hmm. the characters of Aladdin and Jasmine and their relationship make a smooth transition into the live action film? Is there anything that stands out or is new? 
I think so. I think they make a pretty good transition over. And I think they they even highlight certain elements of them, um, of their characters even further in the movie, which is a cool thing to see. One thing I love is that, um, that is new is that Jasmine has a solo speechless, yeah. which I love. Um, it really gives her power and a voice and is a much needed addition to the musical score. We only get to see that duet with Aladdin, and now we get to hear more of her, which is awesome. I also love the scene um, that they added where Aladdin tries to impress her at the dance. It gives them more interaction as Prince Ali and Jasmine than what we had before, and I think it really adds to their development overall. But what about for you? I think for the most part, their characters do transition smoothly. Um, I actually really liked the live action remake. It's not as good as the original. I'd never say it is. Right. But I think it's still more enjoyable than from what I heard most people saying they thought of it. Like, I really actually liked it. Um, I think. Yeah, I found it enjoyable, too. Yeah, I think one of the things that stood out to me that was a little different is Jasmine as a stronger character in the live action than she was even in the Disney, which Mm -hmm. I think she was already strong. So that's cool to see Um, because you mentioned she has her own solo. But not only that, not only that, she gets more screen time all together. And although, you know. Although she is a pretty amazing character in the animated version, I think we get more of her story. And she also ends up getting some kind of royal title at the end, which is also cool because she totally deserves it, which is something we don't necessarily see in the animated version. But Yeah, I love that. And since we're talking about the live action, what are some of your favorite pieces that have been added or just in general? What are some of your favorite elements about the live action remake? Well, I'm only going to comment quickly on one, and I'm sure you also share this, um, but the absolutely gorgeous costumes and sets. I did talk about that. Yes. So I think this movie was more beautiful than many gave it credit for. Obviously the music, but that came with the other movie as well for the most part. Mm -hmm. I just, when you see a movie of this type, seeing it is like beholding a piece of art. Like I, I was just so, and I love colors. I'm obsessed. All the colors like pink and Mm -hmm. neon green and blue. And I just, I love it all. Um, so that was a really just impactful part of the movie for me. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely love the costuming and their envisioning from the cartoon to the live action. Mm -hmm. Um, they did a really good job of making these crazy, amazing scenes come to life. Um, like the song Prince Ali or A Friend Like Me. So they they did a really good job of like bringing the life out of those animations. Um, One thing I wasn't a fan of um, was some of their dance breaks because it felt like it wasn't real. They kind of sped up some of the movements. And for that, uh, for me, that kind of pulls away from the authenticity of it. Um, I don't know if you noticed that as well or not. I didn't notice it, but I don't remember. (laughs) Could have probably. However, my most favorite addition to the live action remake was the character of Dahlia, um, played mm-hmm. by Nassim Ped- Pedrad, um, oh, who you yes. might know from the new from New yep, Girl yep, as yep. Ali. She adds to Jasmine's character development, and I love how she ends up with a genie in the end, and how it is narrated by the genie from years later, telling it to his children. To me, that's just amazing, and it sends such a fun message about family. I love it. Yeah, I think that's just amazing how they added one character and it kind of like, usually when they add in characters, they're like weaker, but I feel like they made a strong character with her and um, used it to benefit 
the storyline, the plot, and yeah. also character development overall. So Can I give a controversial opinion here? Ooh. I did I, not like Will Smith's genie. Oh, I. You may see, disagree. I mean, can you not like? You can't compare him to Robin. Williams. And I try not to. I know, but I do. and that's what's really difficult because, like, he Robin Williams was such a good guy and a good actor. I know. Um, so apart, like separate, I under, like I I enjoy his genie. But I it's I not didn't the mind same. it. It wasn't like this is terrible. I just Correct. don't think it was the same character. To be yeah, honest, yeah, no, with I you. get that. I understand. Yeah. I do. I do agree in some fashion with that. Okay. Cool. Well, onward from that controversial discussion there. <laughs> uh, the last question we have, which mm-hmm. is a very important question. Yes, yes, yes. Do we ship Prince Ali and Jasmine? Absolutely. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. A big fat yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Of course. These two are iconic, which is why we decided to give them their own episode. Um, everyone from across the Disney universe fans over these two and for good reason. Of course, of course, of course, of course. I love these two. I don't have anything really to add to what you said, apart from the fact that this movie has always stuck out in my head. The music has always stuck out in my head. And their relationship does, too. I mean, there are things that Aladdin does that I'm like, dude, come on, just be honest with the girl. Um, But he more than makes up for it, I think, when he's honest with her eventually. And then he, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. saves everyone, basically. And he's super clever. And I I think... he, I think yes. he did it with the best intentions. He didn't do it so he could get money or fame. He did it because he loved Jasmine. And that's something that I really appreciate. And I also just love Jasmine as a character. What a freaking <laughs> badass she is. I love her. And there um, you have it. But yeah, so that's We really are here that. for Prince Ali and Jasmine. Woo, Prince Ali! Uh, and of course, no episode would be complete without some feedback from the audience. So, this first comment is from Martin. Thank you, Martin, for reaching out. Martin says, Aladdin and Jasmine complement each other so well. For one thing, all Jasmine wants to be is free. You can see it throughout the whole film. Aladdin offers her that freedom, and Jasmine offers Aladdin kindness and a chance to be the man he is meant to be. Watching the two of them meet and fall in love, even if Aladdin isn't being his true self um, at first, which is a whole different discussion, it is clear that they are meant to be, not to mention the music from Aladdin is so iconic, and it completely stands out from my childhood. Prince Ali never had a friend like me, (laughs) all bops. I was never much of a Disney kid, not too much of a Disney princess fan, uh, but Aladdin and Jasmine really always stood out. It's a different kind of Disney story, which I love. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Martin. Thanks, Martin, for sharing that with us. I love that. And now a quick comment from Joseph. Quote, getting the girl by pretending to be rich as hell. <laughs> Best Disney message since just got her Stockholm Syndrome, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to include it. Joseph, thank you for sending that in because it's true. There are some problems sure. with Disney relationships in general. <clears throat> so thank you. <laughs> um, but. Now you know what time is next. Episode reveal time. Devin, reveal who we're going to be talking about next week. We are going to be dissecting 
Captain America and Peggy Carter. Of course, the Marvel Universe is now under Woo-hoo. Disney territory. And I'm a true Marvel lover. And Oh Captain My Captain is by far my favorite. So we had to go there. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, and we're going to have some fun guests. So please join us. I'm really excited because Cap'n and Peggy are together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to be sassy yep. there. So, but thanks everyone on. for tuning in. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a rating or review. We would love to hear your feedback. Yep. And of course, don't be a stranger. Email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out on social media or find our website. We would love to include you, your comments, or have you on the show for a particular ship. Please join us if you like. Um, Until next week, shippers, we've never had a friend like you. you And we love you. See you soon.